This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Montgomery, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. I believe we're in such a special blessing. Amen. Our reputation's going to grow. Our reputation's going to grow. Your reputation's going to grow. The Lord's with you, and you're a prosperous people. The Lord's with Passion Church, and Passion is a prosperous people. It's a prosperous work because the Lord's with us. He's present. <laughs> Can you feel it? Amen. Well, let's, uh, we're going to uh, start a new series. I'm not too much for series. I've preached whole books before, but, you know, series have been a little outside of my uh, wheelhouse. Uh, but we're going to start a new series today. It'll be three weeks long. It's called New Wine and Old Wineskins. Look at your neighbor and say, get ready for the new, you old saint you. Our text today is found in Matthew, the ninth chapter, 17th verse of the Passion Bible. Let's pray. Father, great God that you are. Oh, come and have your will and your way. Speak to us, Spirit of the living God. Reveal your truths. Open the eyes of our understanding. Unstop our Ears, Lord, that have been made dull and fat by the traditions of men in the name of Jesus. Lord, we look to you. We're listening to you. We have only you. If you don't tell us and show us, how could we ever know? But, Lord, you said you wanted us to know you. You wanted us to acknowledge you. You wanted us to understand your will and your way for us. Now move us forward, God by your spirit from faith to faith and glory to glory from truth to truth and bring a freedom and a liberty into our lives that we're no longer slaves lord no longer prisoners but we are free men and women embracing the truth acknowledging your truth and giving you all the praise and all the glory if you could agree say amen well, amen is not a religious word. It is a declaration. So be it. I'm in agreement, and that's the way it's going to be. We're saying to God, heaven as above, so below. Another way of saying it is your kingdom come, your will be done. As above, so below. Do you think there's any, that, that God's going to bring us to heaven so we can remain ignorant of his will and his way? No, he wants us close to us. He wants us to know him. Not just be religious with him. Are you listening? But to know him. Say, I'm, re- I'm here to know him. Dr. Vickers used to say, know him and make him known. You can't make him known if you don't know him. All right, the text says this, the 17th uh, uh, verse of Matthew chapter 9, and Jesus is speaking, he said, And who would pour fresh new wine into an old wineskin? Eventually the wine will ferment and make the wineskin burst, losing everything. The wine is spilled and the wineskin ruined. Instead, New wine is always, everybody say always, 
poured into a new wineskin so that both are preserved. We want to talk today, our subject today, and we want to talk to get today and God to talk together with us about the challenge to change. Everyone say the challenged to change. Now we enter in Jesus' teaching and training. He's maximizing the moment the master is masterfully, as he always does, using familiar, natural, and everyday example of something that was, that was commonly understood by everyone he was speaking to. And his purpose was to reveal, to expose to the understanding of those listening, spiritual truth, realities. Truth is the highest reality. God is the absolute truth. He's not relative. He's absolute where truth is concerned. There are some absolutes in life, and one of them is God is. And he was revealing spiritual truth, realities, and he is, he is bringing the perspective to them of the kingdom of God. God's rule and reign. We are being trained to rule and reign together with Jesus. But the kingdom of God is God's will, God's way. Now the word wine here in the Hebrew is oinos. And it means, get ready for this because this is deep. It means wine. Now, I'm sure you're going to bring your own, uh, you know, your own interpretation to that. I'm not hither, you know, to dither on that, whether it's alcoholic or non-alcoholic. I'm a non-alcoholic myself. But anyway, moving forward, I know that was quiet because it might be close to home, but it's okay. All right. Uh, Oinos could be, oh no, oh no. No, it literally means wine, literal or figurative, but it's rooted in another Hebrew word that is melos, melos, which means a part of the body or a member. Isn't that interesting? A part of the body or member. Now, to grasp and understand more fully the context of this conversation, we must rewind the recording uh, to verse number 9. And here we see this. It says, As Jesus left Capernaum, he came upon a tax-collecting station where a traitorous Jew was busy at his work, collecting taxes for the Romans. His name was Matthew. Aren't you glad he knows our, our name? The one scripture over in the, the New Testament quoted out of the Old Testament says God doesn't number us. He names us. Hallelujah. It said, he, he said, come, follow me, Jesus said to him. Immediately Matthew jumped up and began to follow Jesus. So the, Jesus called Matthew, and it was so confrontational and so controversial uh, that we see Matthew in the Scripture described as a traitorous Jew. Jesus, in calling Matthew, challenges the cultural correctness the, and waited out and stirred the accepted still waters of the religious system. The accepted 
and the prevailing streams of thought among the Jews. And then he went even further. He went to dinner with the sinner. Jesus caused a confrontation and a clash, a controversy. You have to understand, he's written in there, you know, uh, these are interesting words, aren't they? A traitorous Jew. He didn't just have the name. It says in the Scripture, here's the picture. The boy's hard at work at it. He's working hard at it. He's doing <laughs> what, uh, what the description says. Jesus, oh, I'll tell you what. Now, Jesus is controversial. Jesus is confrontational in love and in mercy and because of grace. He's not willing that any should perish. He'll jump on up in the middle of you. He'll call it like it is. Not meanness, just saying you need to be challenged to change. And so can we, can we take a little bit of time here? Now, you know, I heard on the way in here, and you know, the Lord really just deals with me in terms I can understand. He said, you know, uh, uh, when I, I've been out of the loop for uh, a while, I'm going to chase a rabbit. Danny will be all right. We'll get him down the hole quick. He ain't far from the brush pile. Uh, bear with me. You know, I've uh, been out of the loop for a while, but I took a job in the factory just to see for myself, is the field really not ready, not right? I found out that I'll tell you God's at work in the field. When I went to the factory, they give you half an hour for lunch, and it's a time to vent, you know, and you got time to gulp and guzzle. You ain't got time to go nowhere. You better bring your stuff. And you got time to gulp and guzzle. I'm just quoting the Lord. I guess he can talk in those terms. He do talks like that to me. He said, you know, he said, but, but uh, we need to have time to sit and sip and sup together with him. Did you get the picture? Can we take a little time today? Can we sit uh, can, can, can we sit with the Lord and pull up to his table and let him serve us up something that's going to help us to move forward, give us strength to move forward in the journey? Amen. He said that when we, when we have that type of attitude that he'll come and he'll sit and sup, move in with us. Are, are you listening? Not just be a guest, but move in with us. Move into your life. Move into my life. I want to live in the presence of God. Sunday's not enough for me. It's special on Sunday. Now, if you're missing out on Sunday, boy, somebody reset the clock. It says zero, 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 zero. That's got to be God. <laughs> Woo, Jesus. I need to move along or I'm going to get in trouble with everybody that's watching this timed event. You know, we can't take all day. But can we take a little time to delve just a little bit deeper into this because this text, the conversations that follow reveal a clash between the old and the new. Let me tell you, Jesus is bringing change. He didn't ask anybody's permission. He didn't see if it was okay. He didn't consult the committee. He didn't take a poll. He called Matthew. And when God calls you, it don't matter. Oh, I feel a preach coming on. Just 
got to teach, but I feel something here. Now listen, when God calls you by name, it doesn't matter what the world has called you. It doesn't matter where you're at or what you're doing in the culture or what's acceptable to them. When God calls your name, Boy, you have, he's given you an out. He's calling somebody right now. He's calling you out of where you've been, what the label they labeled you on, what has happened in your life, what the circumstances and situations are right now. God is calling. Jesus is bringing a change. And honey, let me tell you, he will have dinner with any sinner that wants to have dinner with him. Glory to God. See, Jesus is bringing a change. He don't have, he's the head of the church. He's Lord in life. He's seated behind, beside the, the Father at his right hand. Jesus calls the shots. Jesus has the final word. And Jesus is bringing change. Now, through the filters of tradition, the pictures from the scriptures, there was an error in understanding and the thinking and the believing and the behaving because it, it, he, he got a rise out of them. There were his close disciples. And then there, there were Pharisees that were there. And then we're going to look into that there were John's disciples. And I mean, they're calling into question what Jesus is doing, what is this, and who is this, and why is he doing what he's doing? <laughs> why is he eating with this riffraff? These notorious sinners, people of disrepute and disreputable character. You know, Jesus is like, this is a word for this year. He said, watch what I do. Watch what I do. And Jesus is saying the new who, the new what, and the new why, and the new way. All in just, I mean, you know, why do you have to go and do that kind of stuff? And I thank God it wasn't in the church house. It was out in the open. It was, it was out in the field. It was out where folk... And you're going to find, he said, you know, that his answer to him, he goes, you don't. You don't need, you feel the need, you really don't want. You know, you feel you're all right. He said, I didn't come for everybody that's all right now, baby, I'm all religiously right, right now. <laughs> he said, no. He said, you need to go and learn your, you need to study what this means. And he quoted scripture to him. He spoke the word to him. The difference was is that he had the spirit of life. They had the letter of the law that brings death. And he had the spirit in which it was spoken, the heart of God. He had the heart of the Father. And he said, you need to go learn what this means. Because they're saying, what does this mean, what you're doing? He goes, this is what this means. This is the scripture. I want you to have mercy. I want you to understand that even the highest place, the greatest place that you can ever get in your religious system is on the mercy seat. In the presence of God. 
The holiest of holy of you needs to understand that apart from the blood on the mercy seat and the goodness and the greatness of God, are you listening? I'm so glad that God, I'm so glad. I mean, I am grateful and glad that the first thing Jesus did when it said it, when he cried out, it is finished. God didn't waste a second. It said at the very moment Jesus cried out on the cross, somebody help me in this house to be a teacher, to be the teacher. Mm. Mm. <laughs> but God can cause a commotion, can he? God can disrupt things, can he? God can make a change. Whether we want that change, we're willing to change or not. He says, I am doing away with the old. And I'm going to bring in the new. And the first thing I'm going to do when Jesus said it's finished, God said, you absolutely right. And God reached down past the stone, past the, past the rigidity of the religious system, past all of the old. He reached down and he brought the new. Honey, he ripped that curtain in two. And if you ever read about how thick that was, I mean, it was layers. He reached down and ripped it in two. He jumped out of the box and I... Thank God he's not in that old thing anymore. Who I've just about preached my own self happy. I may give me an altar call, fall down in the presence of God, and not you, you drag me out like the priest, you know. I mean, just, you know, the joyful sound. I mean, for me, the bells are ringing. God done rung my bell. I don't know about you, but the Bible says, glad, blessed are the people that can hear the joyful sound. What was that sound? It's the priest in there. Hey, our sins are covered. Our sins are, are, are remiss for another year, but I'm not dancing because they're covered. I'm not dancing because they're remiss. I'm dancing because they're forgiven and gone and washed away forever God help me to teach a thing in this house today go learn what this means I want you to show mercy not just offer me a sacrifice oh and he called it all he called it all when he called Matthew a notorious disreputable traitorous Jew he called it all the dinner with the sinners <laughs> he, he called it all new wine new wine new wine he didn't just call it all he called them all he said this for I have come to invite the outcast of society and the sinners those who think they're all not those who think they're already on the right path aren't you glad that he's calling right now the outcast the outsiders the rejected and the misfits oh the sinners not just normal sinners i mean good at sinning love sinning 
wallowing in sin, and of whom I am one. Paul said, I am the chief among them. Oh, aren't you glad that he called the traitorous crooks and the riffraff, and he's calling the disreputable characters and those that are considered secondhand and second class. He calls them the new harvest. He goes further and deeper and says, listen, I'm using this word, melos. I'm telling you, they're the new part. They're the new members. No, they're not. So you've got to be careful, church, not to reject those that the Lord is receiving. You've got to be careful. Are you listening? He called them the new parts of the body, the new members of the family. And, oh, I'll tell you, it upset the apple cart. I mean, it was just like, you know, we're moving forward a little further. When he went into the temple and he upset the whole place, he turned over every apple car, every, you know, well, yeah, hallelujah. He said, this is the new starting over because I'm dealing with a new creation. <laughs> you see him one way. But I'm telling you, I see something in Matthew. And I'm at home. Said he made himself at home at the dinner with the sinners. Whores and prostitutes and tax collectors and every outcast. And found a place in the presence of God. He welcomed them. He saw beyond where they were and what the world called them and even what they believed about themselves. He saw them in the kingdom. He saw them washed and cleansed in the blood. He saw them stood upright. In right standing. Right standing. Standing right. In the righteousness of God. It's never deserved and it cannot be earned. It can't be bought. It's freely given. Starting over with the new creation. New wine requires renewal. Old wineskins make new. See, because the, the Lord was real careful. Remember the original scripture we read. He said, no one puts the new into the old. And he couched it in the frame that they understood a wineskins. Why? Because of the expansion, the enlargement. New wine expands. There's a stretching and an enlarging of expectations of who's coming to dinner, of who God's inviting to join him at his table. I believe he's going to show up in the doggondest of places, at the mall, 
in the lunchroom, at the workplace, in your family gatherings, you know, the ones you dread to go to, Thanksgiving and and, and Christmas, because, you know, they're going to be there. And, and, you know, honest to God, I love them, and I'm, you know, and I want to be respectful, but I know they're going to be at the at the repast, and I just don't know if I can deal with them, God. <laughs> oh, but you're sent, aren't you? Jesus said, I'm not sent to those that are right. I'm sent to those that are A stretching and enlarging expectations, the embracing of the change Jesus is bringing people for our lives. You know, sometimes you can be so comfortable, and it's so convenient, isn't it? And, and it, 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 it's just, you know, I mean, they're like me. I want to go to a church where everybody's like me. I want to work in a job where everybody's like me. There's no confrontations. There's no controversy. There's no change. I don't have to expand. I don't have to have mercy. I can just be rigid in my, religious and rigid in my thinking and say, you know, come out from among them. Be separate. <laughs> How are you going to do that? What fellowship has light with darkness? Jesus said, you'll say to me, prophet, heal thyself. What, what, what communion does light have with darkness? None. Exactly. I'm light. And now they're in my light. And now we can sup together. Amen. Oh, I'm not afraid of what you got that might get on me honey you need to have understand that the fear of the lord which is beginning of wisdom i'm not here to condemn you i'm going to just love the hell out of you i see you got hell but i'm gonna love the hell i'm gonna love you to hell and back the other way to heaven pastor you just like cussing sometimes you know, uh, hell and ass is about as far as I'll go. And I put Jack in front of the ass, so it's a Bible word. Oh, I'll tell you, I didn't know God sent us an outrageous, notorious sinner for a pastor. I just tell you, I can't. <laughs> oh, it's different. Yes. People for our lives are going to be new people new parts of the body of Christ new members of the family his family oh you'll know them then recognize them they are the distressed they are the in debt those that are bound in the world's systems the discontented and the disconnected Dr. V likes to refer to them and I love the story of Jacob I relate to him he was a shepherd Dr. V refers to him as the streaked and the spotted and the speckled. You know, you have to understand that the reason why Laban, who was a crook, he was a bigger cheater than the cheater. <laughs> when Jacob said, well, give me the streaked and the spotted and the, and the speckled, and, and Laban said, see, you got to bait the hook. So Laban's like, oh yeah, they ain't worth as much as the solids. 
you want the inferior ones, the, the the ones that, you know, like in the cattle market here, you know, uh, black cows bring more than red cows. But things are changing, hallelujah, because when you pull the hide off, it's still hamburger. <laughs> I digress. You'll recognize them as the streaked, the spotted, and the speckled. They're the less thans. They are the undesirables. They're the outcasts. And they're the outsiders. Think about the devil. He is abuses his own. They're the misfits and the rejects. They feel like they don't fit. They don't belong. I'm telling you, church, get ready. Because Jesus is calling them. And they're coming. You may be out there today and you know you may be beyond my reach but you're not beyond the reach of Jesus. Maybe some of this is a little peek into your life. I have good news. No one no one comes to Jesus will he ever turn aside or will he ever turn away he's calling you he knows what they call you he knows you Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.